You're listening to a podcast from the Finnish Football Show. Yes, it's a Finnish football show. It's a new year. It's a new format. Finnish football shows. You may have noticed, listener. Shorter shows, but more regularly, hopefully. Um, joined today by Rich Nelson again. Hi, Rich. Hey. And also by Keke Mulovi. Hi, Keke. Terve. Now, as the Bakehouse Liga teams build up to the season starting, um, we just talked the other day that we got a bit of Liga Cup action going on but also behind the scenes there's plenty of stuff happening so in this episode we're going to have a look at the the kind of closed season transfers so far for the Vakehouse League teams and players and also Finns moving around overseas so this is where Keke comes into his own because this is the stuff that he's sharing all over our Instagram um, all the way through the year really um, and then once Keke is finished, then we'll have a look at the draw for the 2024 Nations League. Um, so, I think, as ever, referee has blown his whistle. Let's crack on. Keke, what in your world is going on? Where do you want to start? Fins overseas or recent transfers? Well, it, it kind of um, links in, really, because the ones that have caught my eye. I mean, some of them are a couple of weeks old now, as you said, mate, it's uh, it's been before Christmas that we were last together, and yeah, a, an awful awful lot has happened. I mean, starting off with people who have said goodbye to the Bakehouse League, you've got Kudur Soiri, uh, most recently of Hoi Kor, as uh, he's, he's trying, his, trying his luck overseas again. He's signed for Romanian outfit, um, Universitava Raiova. Sorry, Romanian listeners, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's so you know it's not not Peru's first foray overseas. He's um, he's he's been been over there before to to other clubs, but yeah, and you know did did really well at Hoyi Core, and um, yeah, I don't think uh, anyone would, would grudge him. It's uh, another chance overseas. Can't admit to being too okay with the uh, Romanian league, but the team he's joined currently sitting. In around third and fourth, so um, so yeah, nine or ten points off the top spot, so decent standard for that for that country in that league. So good luck to to Puru. He's um, going somewhere. He'll be competitive got... anyway. Exactly that. Yeah. The um the weird thing is is the transfer was mainly announced in the uh, the Finnish media because his girlfriend is quite a big influencer in social media circles, and it was the old kind of reverse of it was basically. Influencers, footballer boyfriend moves to Romania. Yeah. Didn't yeah. mention him by name, even though he was the scorer of Finland's <laughs> last two goals. So. Brilliant. That shows but, where um, football is. It football fits in Finland, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. One one that you'll be familiar with, Mark. Um, SU core striker Yeri String has moved to to Italy. He's joined um, Serie B side uh, Ascoli. So um, yeah, yeah I, mean, I, think I don't know this how is... you feel about him departing but well, he's come through the academy so it's always it's always good to see your academy players progressing 
Um, he had a season on loan in the USA a uh, couple of years ago. Um, that went okay. He was he was very young then. And I think that was a step to him growing as a person and as a as a, physically as a player. And last season he did all right in a team that did all right. So I think we were hoping to see him develop further this year, but you can't argue with a with a transfer to Serie B and you know for him personally and I think also there's potential there for the club to uh, get a fee for the in the future anyway and that's right I mean and yes, that's the model that, that the club, yeah that, yeah that's right alone initially and then potentially uh, in the with future an option to buy yeah and and that's the model that Asikor is is going for we'll see that perhaps when we talk through some of the other transfers as well yeah just um, so just staying in Serie B and and staying with Ascoli Sauli uh, Sauli Weissenin has returned to Italy. Um, he was most recently in uh, Odense, was it Odense Ball Club? Um, but yeah, he he's, it wasn't really the the opportunity he was looking for. He struggled for minutes over there, and um, and yeah, I, I had a brief message exchange with Sauli, and he was he said he couldn't refuse once he knew that Ascoli were were interested and a chance to go back to Italy, where he'd already played for a, a couple of clubs. At Serie B level, he was he jumped at the chance. So, um, so yeah, it'd be nice for uh, Yeda String and 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 Sally Vassanin to um, be able to have a chat to each other there in the uh, mm. in in Italy. But um, so yeah, I'm a big fan of Sally. You know, he's he had some had some injury problems throughout his career, but it's 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 uh, it's good to see him back in Italy and hopefully getting some minutes. Um, who do we got next? Yassi Tuominen. He's um, he's trying his luck overseas again. He's signed for a Polish club. They're currently in the second tier. Um, I, I had a look at I had a quick look at them, and they they've been up in in the Polish extra klasa, which is the the top division, but currently in the in the second tier. Brukbet Tomalika. So um, yeah, work that one out. But, uh, is your um, yeah, is your knowledge so, of the Polish divisions any better than the Romanian? <laughs> not definitely not the Polish second division, mate. I'm afraid, <laughs> okay. but um, but yeah, I mean, Yassi Yassi Dormanin, he's um, he's joined them, and he, he's another one, you know, who's sort of deserves his chance overseas. You know, we've we've seen Finns go to Poland before and make a go of it. So um, so yeah, good luck to uh, good luck to to Yassi. I mean, um, it has been so much going on. I, I don't know where to go next, but. Just um, I want to mention some of the girls as well. Mm. Um, Mila Mai Mayasari, she's um, she's signed for Anderlecht in in Belgium. Um, already got a couple of she's been there a couple of months now, or signed just just after the new year. So yeah, a month and a bit. Um, already got a couple of clean sheets under her belt. Anderlecht, everybody listening, I'm sure, will be familiar with the name Anderlecht. You know what I mean? They're once once upon a time quite a big powerhouse of European football, but um, but yeah, the uh, she's joined the women's team over there, so that's um, that's nice to see. She she was most recently in Sweden, and um, she was with AIK, I believe. May have may have got relegated with them last season, but yeah, she's uh, she's picked herself up, moved across to Belgium. So so good luck to her, your old friend Urho Nisila, Rich. Mm. He's um, yeah, he's on the move again. And I remember we were chatting when this news came out. We were chatting in the um, in our WhatsApp group, and he was proudly holding up a holding up a uh, a jersey with 2025 on it because they 
he signed um what's that what year are we in 2024 he signed a one-year deal and you were like yeah 20 or 25 that's the amount of minutes he'll play before he signs back to cooks <laughs> so um which is a oh. bit cheeky on your part well he's due a fourth spell but um <laughs> he's um that that club this is at puskas academy are they yeah. not Inter uh, Inter Tokyo of the uh, Conference League a couple of years ago played a very very nice stadium or very ornate anyway. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Mikhail Soisalo is there. He's been getting some getting some plenty of game time, getting some joy with goals and assists. Mikhail Soisalo at Puskas Academia. So um, so yeah, let's see what what Urho Nisila can do linking up with Mikhail. So yeah, good luck to him. Um, next one, Thomas Olila. He's signed for Paris FC. Uh, this one, this yeah. one got the the, the Finnish <laughs> football show what's up a little bit a, a, a flap, didn't it? It it did a bit, yeah. The the, um, the messages were flying in. We we weren't well, not not we, but we won't give away who was disgruntled. But um, but yeah, there was uh, there was people questioning whether Paris FC was was the right sort of standard for. For Olila. So, um, where, where did Paris FC it? play? What division? What level? League two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. League two. So, second tier of France. I mean, you can, uh, if you believe what Cristiano Ronaldo says, even the top division in France isn't any good. So, um, but, so but we don't, know. do we? <laughs> no, not at all. But, um, but you know, I mean, these, these, we've we've seen it before, and we've spoke to some people. Some of these young Finns, they want to go and try themselves abroad, and you know, like new culture, new language. I mean, um, yeah, I don't think Paris FC are any are any mugs, and you know, second tier of French football. It's I don't got think it's so. got to be a step up from the Bakers League, hasn't it? And you know what, Paris is probably a step up from Helsinki in some ways. Whoa, whoa. It's, big, well, it's, well, it's bigger anyway. <laughs> yeah, but they, they say his his unveiling photo with him in front of the Eiffel Tower is um, yeah. not bad. Not a bad one. No, that's, no, that's not true. bad at all. So another another young guy, Matty Peltola, has gone off to MLS. Um, he's signed for DC United. Our friend, um, our friend Marcus Halstead had a season or so in at DC United, I think. So, um, so yeah, not the not the first bin to sign for them. But again, again, I, I was chatting to a few people um, outside of our group. I do have other friends who are interested in Finnish football. Yes, do. Slash, but. <laughs> But yeah, again, there was a few saying, sort of questioning this move, saying, you know, is is MLS right for Finnish players, especially Finnish players who, who are this young? Is the is that league a step up? You know, so yeah, debatable. But he looked quite quite cheery in his um in his unveiling photo, signing his nice contract there. So uh, yeah, sure he got a, sure he got a pay rise. So um yeah, good luck. I, to I, you. I think that that generally, from what I saw, seemed to be quite an underwhelming move. I think. Um, you know, when you look at the traditional pathway from sort of good young Finnish players, tends to be, you know, Sweden or Denmark, possibly Norway, and then and then up from there. So going to MLS at his stage, you, I mean, MLS is better than it was. I think MLS has has changed its tack and it's recruiting a lot of sort of young players. Not quite the retirement home that it was, but I think even then you see, you know, he's been playing quite a lot for Finland in the last year or so, and you think mm. that. It's it's difficult when you look at the travel and you see that the players who've gone over there, you know, Alex Ring retired, and I think a lot of the others started to struggle to, with the travel and, and and that, and even being seen by the coaching staff. So I think 
he, I, I'd assume he'd have he's had some assurances because MLS players still get picked. But to to do that, I mean, it must have been a good offer, and he must have been promised. I mean, he's been given the sort of young designated players status, which I guess is in their hierarchy is a little bit more than just a normal contract. But even so, it's still. I don't know. I thought he might have gone to maybe a Sweden or Denmark or something like that. That would have been, I guess, a bit more of a gradual step. Yeah, I mean, I think you're right, Rich. I'm I'm pretty sure he he must have spoken to some of the Hawkeye guys about maybe not assurances, but maybe you know a little nod and a wink that moving over to the US is not going to hamper your international chances too much. Because I'm sure he wouldn't want to close that door. But you know, maybe. Maybe to a young Finnish footballer that America is still portrayed as the dream world where, you know, anything can happen. I don't know. But, yeah, you know, obviously we all wish the best for him. And I hope that that MLS is the step up in competitive football that he's looking for. I mean, you mentioned Alexander Ring, but, yeah, Leo Weissenden is is there in Austin as well. And, you know, obviously he also has had a couple of injuries, but we saw... We saw what happened to him when he 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 come back into the Finland fold. He had a bit of a torrid time, but um, but yeah, you know, hopefully they can all get it together. Uh, just want to mention another one of the Helmerit squad. Emma Pelkorinen has joined um, LSK Vinne in Norway. So I mean, this is a a top Norwegian club for the um for the women, I think they've had something like six league titles in the last 10 years or something like, uh, yeah, so Champions League sort of qualification regulars. Um, she was also in Sweden previously with Oriba, but yeah, she's uh, made her way across to across to Norway. So yeah, and that is pretty much that for, um, for the transfer news, mate. I don't know if you saw um, from Hoyko's women's team, uh, Lotta Lindstrom was signed for... London City Lionesses, which is essentially uh-huh. uh, Millwall. Um, so that's a, a good move for her, going straight to WSL from... Yeah. Think, w, WSL? Yeah, yeah, know, yeah I, I believe yeah. so, mate, yeah. Um, yeah, going straight, straight from uh, Oiko to there is, a, is a, good, a good sign of quality from there. I mean, Oiko has been, you know, well, sort of top top three in, in the Council and the League for the last couple of years. And I think seeing that those players are getting picked up, I think the league is seeing that as... You know, a coup really going straight from Finland to England doesn't happen very often, and um, and yeah, it's you know, good luck to her. And she'll have a few of her international teammates in the nearby vicinity if she, uh, you know, to to help her not be homesick. We're moving on. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. And and also, Lotta, beware, Keke will track you down and take his kids to watch you play. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep your eyes that open for that that Sedsum and Tamminen flag being waved in your direction. Oh yes, I think they're playing Arsenal some this weekend. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Shall we? Um, thanks, Keke. Um, shall we have a look through just some of the that, like through each of the Vakas Liga teams and look at their transfers as well, just to just to pick out some notable bits and pieces not involving the Finnish players, players coming in and things like that. Yep. Um, maybe we go through team team by team. So I've got the the magic link. Uh listener, in the in the show notes you'll see a link to this Vakehouse Liga uh, article. Comes out every year where they list all of the 
um, transfers by team, all the ins, all the outs, and it gets updated through the through the year. And this is like a a bible for us to try and keep a track. And for some clubs, that's quite that's quite tricky. Um, let's start with it's alphabetical order. So ACL. Uh, now I think a year ago we went through. Was it me and? Ali went through and talked through each team and all their transfers. I don't think we need to do that, especially at Ola, where they seem to have brought in about 10 and shipped out about 15. And that would be here all night just reading those out. <laughs> but um looking at the at the list, the 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 most notable ones, I suppose, are Alexi Pandanem from Hoyiko coming in and Jake Dunwoody from Asiko as well. Yeah, Pannon and uh, moved to Hoyko last year from Inter. I think he didn't play. I think he'd have liked to have played a bit more. I think uh, he was added. I mean, I think we said at the time it was probably more as a, a bit of experience for the squad in midfield. He's a very good player. Um, but I think all of convinced him suitably that he'll get minutes and, and maybe what, whatever's happening at Hoyko has, has done that as well. But um, that's a good move for, for all of to get him. He's um, yeah, very good on the ball. It seems that they're they're building up a little bit of a a British contingent uh, up there in in Oulu. I think they got three or four players up there now. Um, notable, notable kind of transfers out, I suppose. Noah Ballas, yeah, yeah, to Hoi, I mean, to Hoi Eagle. I mean, he's uh, a Finland international, so that's that's what you do. You go to Hoi Eagle to make sure you get a few more caps. That's <laughs> quite right. And 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 from my perspective, uh, Rasmus Karjalainen down to Asiko, who you know we were we were watching playing for the for the Hawke a, a few years ago, and he looked he looked quite lively. So um, didn't get to see him play last weekend in the Liga Cup, but I'm looking forward to seeing how he how he gets on down there this year. Um. Erkenes, one of the new teams coming up. Um, difficult to report much. They've got three players in and two players out, and I'm not sure there's much we have to say about those players unless Rich can pull something out of the hat. Uh, Tabby Manga's a veteran of the kind of that level of like, lower Vakehouse Liga to the top of whatever the second tier is called now. Is uh, he a vet veteran yo-yo player? Yes, he's yes. The, the West Brom of central defenders. Um he was a he was a coops a while back. But um but other than that, yeah, I think um to be honest, I, I didn't see much of them last year. So it'd be interesting to see what they do. I think um you know in terms of recruitment, their their fellow promoted side Nistan have been a lot more active. Um mm. and they're you know they by the looks of it so far anyway as we, as we're into February, it's uh, maybe keeping faith with the squad. Yeah, they've got them they've got them up there. Um Ben Hucker um new manager coming in andrew smith who was coaching in slovakia and he's brought at least one of his um previous players over with him from slovakia in rodrigo macedo um anyone else in there that caught your eye rich i, I guess obviously as a manager temu tainio um left at the end of the season gone to cyprus well, he did, but he's uh, he left. He he joined um, AEL with Tony Koskela, and um, they left about three weeks ago. Um, oh, right. The club's having some issues there. I think either they weren't getting paid or it was done by mutual consent. Anyway, okay. Um, so yeah, so they that Cyprus adventure has already finished um, for them. But um, they did sign um, a former Liverpool youth goalkeeper 
uh, Liam Hughes, who's a Northern Ireland youth international. So I'm assuming the manager knows him from his sort of previous um, travels and so on. But um, but other than that, I think um, looking at the players in, I don't really know. I mean, they, they've brought the net has been cast wide. He obviously has a network of scouts and mm. contacts and and so on. Um, it'd be interesting to see what they do. I think last year, um, after you know the the year before when Leo was banging the goals in, but the rest of the team didn't do too great to be honest. Um, sort of towards the top top of the bottom half. So. Um, again, a few changes, and we'll see what the new manager brings. What about Inter? Fairly, fairly disappointing season for them. Again, we we discussed at the end of last season that your manager Yarko Vis was out for inappropriate carry on, uh, been replaced by Vesa Vasara from Honka. Um, looking at the players, they brought in former hooker Albin Brandon from Mariaham. Um, a lot more outs than ins, I would say, this year. They seem to have cleared out of all of their former ASUCOR players, or most of them anyway. So um yeah, they they've done well in the um the clearing up of um of Honker as well. Got in uh, Kevin Jansen yes. who was a um very sort of solid midfielder for Honker and um Florian Krebs as well. Um, it did it did well for them, but obviously the, yeah, he's doing really well, yeah, yeah. But I think the the manager Vesser, he's he's come in and after what he did with Honka over two years, and you know it's obviously a, a shame what happened to them. But I think going to Inter again, yeah, we said it when Wiss took over. I think you know hopefully a solid, well backed, generally club. Um, if it's a bit more settled, it might give Vesser a bit more of a chance to to show really what he's made of. Very good. FC Lati, everyone's favourite mm-hmm. <laughs> bottom half of the table team. Um, they they took Matthias Vanienbach from Asicor. A, lo- a lot of the Asicor fans are really disappointed that uh, Vanienbach decided to leave. Um, he's in his early twenties now, I think, and has been in the club for since since he was a boy. Actually, came through this. Um, High school program that Ashikor has got, so he's been sort of training with the club, and for a, a, this this program is run at Quartene at the Olympic Training Centre there. So he came through that program, and I think last year didn't get the game time that he wanted, maybe on the back of injuries, and well, Terry Yegbe just took his place and, and kept it and earned us bucks. So um, I think Matthias wants to go away and grow, and I think everyone would welcome him back. Someday. Um, other than that, not too much business at, at um, Larty. Four in and, and one out so far. Yeah, I'm not sure this maybe this list isn't updated as often. Um they they signed um they they followed the Asicor journey of recruiting a former North London club's young goalkeeper. Um they signed uh, Joshua Oliver Wiemi from was it Portsmouth, but he was on the books of Spurs. Oh right, okay. Um a couple of years back. And also um they've signed uh, Colin Oditeo, who was on the books of Aston Villa reserves, I think scored hey. in the league scored in their league cup game uh, last weekend. Um, most recently, rocking up Lithuania. So, so there's a, but there's a couple of players there with some pedigree. If they can turn that into performances, that could be interesting for Lafty. Yeah, I think the goalkeeper. He's. Well, I don't think he's going to be having the the impact that um, that Evi or Harry had at Asico last year. Um, 
but uh, he's not been playing in the Liga Cup yet. But then I, I don't think he's maybe he's not match fit. But um, Odeteu has come straight in and, and scored. So I think uh, probably should be far more established anyway. So um, who knows? Who knows what's happening with Lati? I can't follow. Um, and that's about as much as we ever had to say about Lati. We don't hate you. Uh, we just don't know <laughs> you. Let's say that. Um, the next... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Next club is another one of the new ones. Now, I've been um, informed that you pronounce the G. So it's Gnistan. There's no silent G's in Finnish. So Gnistan. And they've signed um, Yuka Raitala from Hoyiko and also Temu Penningangas from FC Lati. So there's a bit of uh, Bakehouse um, Liga pedigree there. And also uh, Yuhani Oyala as well. Oh, mm. right. Okay. So yeah. solid, if aging defensive unit going in in cool. there to Gnistan. Um and a couple of a couple of players from from Honka as well. Um no players leaving so far, but we talked at the end of last year about their their promotion winning manager moving on to Ilwes. Hmm. Yeah. And that was agreed before the promotion was was sorted after Honka's demise. Yes. Um another club that's had a a hell of a clear out is uh, Hoyiko. Um, Palace, we talked about coming from Oulu. Um, and Lucas Lingman, um, back again. Um, is it is it back on loan? And this then is a permanent, permanent move? signing now. I think this is permanent. Now. Right, okay. So it's permanent after the, the loan signing of last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, and then a few players that have come back from, from being out on loan. Um, but what about their, their players leaving? Um uh, Nico Hammerleinen in there, moving on. Um, we talked about Raitala. I guess the the big one that hasn't been mentioned yet is Bojan Radulovic going to Huddersfield in the well, at the bottom almost of the English Championship. Um, yeah, so he went for about it was about a million euros. I think was the quote fee. Um, like because Oyuko obviously skimp and um, and yeah, he made his debut away to Manchester City. In the FA Cup. I mean, I think they were three, four nil down at the time, but um, that that kind of move that one happened quite quickly. Um, but I mean, you look at the players who've left for Eco over the over the winter. Um, you know, admittedly, few of them for bigger and brighter things, but I think um, they've lost uh, Olila, um, Peltalas, as Keke mentioned earlier. They've also lost Miro Tenho, who's gone to Jewel uh, Garden, um, and I think a lot of those kind of decent first team players as well have gone um and and as we mentioned previously uh the issues they've had off the pitch um i wonder if this is part of the revolution that they're planning there because i think you know when you look at those players who've come in um i mean really how many of them so far are going to be regular starters they lost um gracia morrow got sent off on his debut albeit in the league cup um, in the goalkeeper situation, Elmo Henriksen, who was on loan at Oiko, he made his can't be counted as debut um, at the weekend against Kanistan. Sorry, even I'm doing it now. Um, but I think um, they, they, with their million pound, their million euros in the bank from from Rajulovic, they're back to the old thing of centre forward. Mm. You know, Rajulovic did score a lot of goals from over the over the time he was there, and now that's gone. And um, yeah, it's other than Toppy Keskinen, who's still there and still looking fantastic. I think uh, 
they've got a lot of work to do. And I think once the management situation sorts out and the sport director kind of gets back into his box, then I think um, that's something they'll need to sort out because, yeah, they've, they've lost a lot of quality. Um, yeah. risky as well. And we we discussed that management situation in the previous episode. So, listener, if you haven't heard that yet, go back to the previous episode to to hear about head coach shenanigans in the Bay Cups League. Okay, so we had to say goodbye to Keke, um, but Rich and I are going to carry on with uh, with these transfers, looking at Mariaham again, another big clear out so Ooh. far. Um, only three players come in so far. Um, Dahlstrom, Rikonen and Alvinen, all within the Veikhaus Liga. And then we talked before about Albin Granlund leaving. There's a couple of, or three players have gone back to Hoyikor from Lone. Um, and then other names, Tuko, Ariel Nguyekam from formerly of Asikor. He's been released. He clearly didn't do enough towards the end of the season to get that new contract. Um <laughs> And Timmy Lahti as well has uh, has moved on. Timmy Lahti, who used to play for Lahti. Uh, let's see where he ends up as well. Any Anything there catch your eye, Rich? Um, they signed Adam Larson from Ilves, who moved there two, I think it's two seasons ago now. Um, he'd been at playing in the second tier and doing quite well. Uh, went to Ilves and after a good start, kind of faded. Um, but he scored in the League Cup at the weekend. Um, they signed Patrick Reitonen on a full deal after he was, I think it was poor timing. He signed for them on loan last season and did his cruise ship, yeah. I think, in the pre-season and was literally almost a year to the day. Um, he was out and now he's, he's re-signed. Uh, they've got a new manager, um, Bruno Ramau, Portuguese chap. I uh, don't know anything about him, but mm. I imagine from um, he'll be busy in the transfer market. They I did sign... Um, yeah, so they did sign... One is always a name that always amused me. Um, a former Finland youth international called Emmanuel Petut. Petut. It sounds like um, the pro Evo version of Emmanuel Petit. <laughs> and and as you said, none of these names are currently showing on the on the blog post. So, um, yes. Ilves they they've been they've been busy bringing yeah, people done, in. Done well. Yeah. What what's caught your eye there? Um, Robert Risky. Um, well, okay. I mean, yeah. we. we that that was kind of announced uh, around the end of the season time, but um, he had a lot of injury trouble in the last year or so at Hoyko. Um He scored at the weekend, and with all they've got going with the new stadium coming, uh, well, it's pretty much ready now. And uh, I think they they are looking a lot more organised. Last year, we I joked about their reliance on Petteri Penan and. Um, before he left and they did kind of get it back together towards the end of the season I know when when Jamie was on the pod uh, talking about their late season form but I think this year they they look like they've recruited well they've got a new coach in and potentially this this could be a year that they push on and sort of get that that top half place Okay what about your boys Coops again another team that so far there's more much more out than in um, a couple of players yeah. going back on from from loans ending. What what have you uh, what have you seen so far? Um, very little to be honest. Um, they've signed um Jerry Borderline and has returned. He grew up in Corpio. He's actually a, a family friend 
but in law. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And um, but they've signed uh, Jonathan Mazinga, who was at Honka last year. I think he was at Passicos Academy, possibly a year yes. or two before that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he he looks like the big signing up front, which doesn't say a lot. Um, they're one of the few clubs in the league who haven't changed a manager, um, but they've lost a lot of players and so far haven't recruited massively. So, have you um, seen much of Hemmo Rihimaki, the goalkeeper that's moved to Asiko? Um, no, I think um, that I mean, to be honest, the likelihood is is that even though he, had, he didn't play, Hannes Creedle is the first choice, and he signed like a five year contract okay. last year, um, and is very much absolutely the first choice. He's too good to too good for Finland, but he married a local girl, seems to stay in Corpia. Um, but um, it, it, it's happened to the best. Of us. Yeah, you know, so, um, but yeah, I on the strength of the signings and they've lost both their Liga Cup games so far there is a lot to do mm. um, yeah and I also in this list uh, Jake Jervis moving to Brackley Town in the in the, the British or the English non-league mm. has been listed twice so they clearly really really think they're missing him this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about Ashiko, we mentioned in the previous episode about uh, Stevie Grebe coming in as uh, part of the coaching team, let's say, uh, having been at the academy last last year, and Kenny Gomez moving to Saudi Arabia. Um, for me, the ins have been... I, I find it really difficult, Ashiko, at the best of times, because players come in and I'm never completely clear if they're going to the academy or to the first team. And we hoovered up a few young young players from Honka who have been listed here. So, Rope Paunio, Dario Namo, Laure Laine, um, and and also Rihimaki from Kups, who I who I mentioned, plus Rasmus Kardilainen. So, so far, all I've seen is Rihimaki, and he his distribution looks spot on. Um, that's all I can really say about his performance the other day. Mm. Um, but I feel um, more confident than him than Christianis Zvidris, who was there from no. last year uh, from Latvia. That was uh, that didn't work out so well. He, um, that was like the when Man United signed that was it Tybee? It was yes. just like the a very long blunder going over several games. <laughs> that's true. And and the other the other point to make is that okay, we mentioned Terry Terry Yegbe was sold. He had one season with us and was sold for a big fee with a sell on, which is great. Um but we've lost a lot of experience. Um Dunwoody's gone to Oulu. Um Marty Haukio okay gone to Vars. I didn't play so much last year. Diego Rojas has gone to Chile um, Murillo has gone to Malaysia. Yeah, uh, and uh, Hrdetsky has gone as well. Hasn't uh, yeah, that's true. Hrdetsky has uh, gone to uh, Germany as well. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of um, lot of experience gone there. And I think it showed a little bit last weekend. I mentioned in the last episode about speaking with um, Ashley Coffey the Olu player as he came off the pitch. And that was something he said, that they played nice football, but inexperienced. So I'm hoping that there's a couple of um, couple of older players coming just to just to bolster what we've got there. There's some excited, exciting young players and they've got a way of playing. Um, 
but I mean, I want, I'm basing that on one game and we've lost both of our Liga Cup games. It's not the, the be-all and end-all of anything, but still. Okay, finally, we get down to Verpeas. And we've mentioned them several times. They've they've taken Alkioya from Asico and Christian Valencia from Olu and uh, others. It was it was also players out that that surprised me. Or or more to the point, Stephen Morrissey has finally stopped playing. Yeah. Um, and char- charming Stratton. man. He yeah. was a very charming man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they they retired, but also Peter Michael, uh, the goal yes. machine, has gone to Romania as well. Um, went for I think it was about three hundred thousand euros to Cluj, um, the sort of perennial uh, sort of Champions League yeah. qualifier team. Um, scored in his debut after about three minutes. And yeah, he did. That's a way to make friends. Not bad, is it? And then yeah. he's an absolute sitter. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, but they've also lost um, Tyler Reed, the English fullback. He's gone to Sheriff Tiraspol, mm-hmm. another perennial European side. They win at Real Madrid a few years back. Um, so they've gone there as part of a new kind of recruitment, and um, Pickerinen has gone to Ilves. So uh, a lot of changes. I think um, if they can continue what they started last summer, um, obviously got European football this year to look forward to. Um, you know, they're they're building on a good foundation this time round. So yeah, that's they, true. Uh, It'd be interesting to see how they how they develop that this year with the with the players that have. That have gone, like you say, that were clearly important to them last year, but they had this style of playing and they played to their strengths. So, yes, I say they, they've, you know, whatever they did, you know, we, we talked before around their sort of very much the season of two halves and they stuck with their manager and it clicked. And it clicked. So, hopefully, if we see now, um, he's had a good pre season and uh, their League Cup campaign has started pretty well as well. So, um, if they can carry that on and not run out of gas, and hopefully, you know, we do find that European football can be a distraction and also a money drain for some of these clubs. So, uh, fingers crossed, they they hit the jackpot. Not for you. Okay. <laughs> no, they're quite right. Okay, that's that's our roundup of the transfers so far as of the first week of Feb- February. Um, we're, I guess we'll come back to this with a bit of an update on on some of the the transfers in the next. Well, we've still got two months really till the season, the Vacas Liga season starts. There's plenty of time for for players to uh, to be moving around still. Um, but the final thing we're going to do in this episode is just hear about the uh, Hulkiat and the draw that they got for the Nations League taking place later this year. A Finnish football show look at the Nations League draw that took place this week in Paris. Uh, Finland in League B, as discussed, were drawn in Group 2 with England, Republic of Ireland and Greece, which for this particular podcast is a very nice little uh, link. Uh, Finland haven't played England since qualifying for the 2002 World Cup. Uh, It was a nil-nil draw in Helsinki which was weirdly the game after Kevin Keegan resigned from England and were managed by Howard Wilkinson, Ray Pyle hitting the bar and uh, the away game there was at Anfield which was quite eventful, uh, Finland actually took the lead with a goal from Aki Riolati. Um they went on to lose 2-1 but uh, that game was quite eventful from a Liverpool point of view as Yari Littman and broke his arm 
and missed the run-in for their cup treble that they won that season. Um, the games against Ireland, um, the last time we played Ireland was in the Nations League a couple of editions ago um, got un- during COVID, so there weren't many fans present there. And uh, Greece will make up the final team. Um, and Greece were in Finland's group for qualifying for Euro 2020. And uh, there was the game, which was the last group game after Finland had qualified, uh, when most of the players were quite hungover and uh, Finland went on to lose. So fingers crossed uh, there'll be a little bit more riding on that. The fixture list uh, for the games, Finland start in September with two away games to Greece and England, followed by two home games in October against Ireland and England, followed by games in November away to Ireland and at home to Greece. Uh, I think, as discussed in the preview, the draw and the, the format for this tournament has changed slightly. Uh, the second place team in the group, so with the first team going up automatically, the second place team will play a third place team from the league above, and the winner of that will be promoted and so it will play off there, which means that the third place team in this will play a runner up from League C. Uh, I think with this group, from uh, my point of view anyway, Finland really should be looking at that second place. Um, obviously, England will be the strong favourites for the top spot. But I think um, against Ireland and Greece, Finland really should be looking at at that runner-up spot. And who knows, potential promotion to League A. But I think second, it seems to be Finland's place over the last couple of editions. And a very, very long shot potential playoff for a World Cup 2026 spot. But um, yeah, a very good draw for this podcast. And uh, I'm sure some, or maybe even all of us, might feature at... Uh, the Olympia Stadion in the autumn, or maybe even at Wembley. Hello, listener. It's Ali here, and well, 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 the Nations League draw has just happened, and Finland have been drawn against the mighty Greece, Republic of Ireland, and a little country known as England. I have to say, the WhatsApp group was very active, very excited. In fact, I don't think it's been that active since Keke went full kit W anchor on the pod. Needless to say, I think we're all very, very excited about the draw and the prospect of England coming to Helsinki. It's going to be a very tough game, a tough couple of games against England, obviously, who are the, some of the favourites, at least I would put them in the top two favourites for the Euros this summer. And then when Greece and Republic of Ireland come to town, I think Finland really should be picking up six points in those home games. There's a lot of football to happen before before then, but hopefully Finland will still be in a really good place. I messaged a, a Greek friend of mine just to get a bit of a lowdown on how Greece are doing, and well, let's just say he wasn't very complimentary about Greece uh, and his own home nation. So that should give Finland uh, a bit of a bit of a lift ahead of those games. Republic of Ireland have also been pretty poor over the last couple of years, so. If Finland don't pick up maximum points from those games, it's going to be quite hard to have a successful Nations League campaign. But onwards and upwards, and enjoy the rest of the pod. But that's that's about it for this Ooh. episode. Rich, thanks for joining us. Hey, hey. And listener, thanks for joining us. Until next episode of the Finnish Football Show, goodbye. <laughs> it would be nice to just imagine England... 
Finland haven't played England since 2001. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've played Wales plenty. Um, yeah, sure it would played. be nice, wouldn't it? it? It wouldn't be easy, but it would be nice to... And you know what? It would create a bit of fuss about the Finnish football show back home as well. Yeah, and I think just, you know, it's our little thing, isn't it? It's our niche. You know, and plus, yeah, it'd be nice. I mean, admittedly, me and Keke are travelling down to Cardiff for the Wales game in, uh, next month, but uh, nice to got Dub- Ireland in Dublin as well, because I think when they played Ireland a couple of Nations Leagues ago, it was during COVID. Yes. And it was behind yeah. closed doors. It was either behind closed doors or very small attendance. So I met a Dublin for a while. So, nice. nice. Yeah. There's no there's no no chance of getting three of the home nations teams in Finland's group, is there? Uh no, I think uh yeah, I'm not, not sure the others. Uh actually Scotland. Yeah, where's Scotland? Yeah, he says looking frantically at his list. Yeah, Northern Ireland are in League C. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Scotland are in League A. Yeah. uh, Anyway, well done to them. Let's see. You've been listening to the Finnish Football Show. You can find us online at finnishfootballshow.com. Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening or watching. You can follow the Finnish Football Show page and group on Facebook and also on Instagram. Escape to Suomi on Twitter is now Finnish Football Show on X. And you will find us on Blue Sky at Finnish Football Pop. See the links in the episode description, along with the links to the Finnish Football Show merch shows.